Welcome to Sports with Anthony. Today is Wednesday, September the 15th. Sit back, relax, enjoy this episode as I discuss the NBA, NFL, and Major League Baseball. In this past weekend, we had the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame inductions. And to headline it, it was a lot of people from the late 90s, early 2000s, where we had Chris Weber, we have Tony Kukoc, we had Chris Bosch. We had Paul Pierce, The Truth, and also Ben Wallace, to name a few. And also a very cool one was Bill Russell as a coach. He's already been in as a player back in 1975, but he now got inducted as a coach. And then the International Committee selected Tony Kukoc, Chicago Bulls star from the last three championships, So that was really neat to have him in there. And if you did not get to listen in on the speeches, uh, they have it on uh, NFL, not NFL, they have it on the NBA.com, and they have it on ESPN, and you can Google it too. You can type in, say, like Chris Bosch's Hall of Fame speech. It'll come up. I highly recommend listening to Chris Bosch's. His was very good. Tony Kukoc's was good. His was about a five-minute speech. Chris's was about 17 minutes. So they do range in different lengths. But tune in to to some of those speeches and listen to what they have to say. Uh, But I highly recommend Chris Bosch's. So enjoy that if you get to tune in. And let me know what you think. Make a comment on my Anchor site where you can leave comments and let me know what you think of the speeches. What a week one weekend of the NFL. It started last Thursday as we had the Buccaneers play. And they've got to play the Cowboys. Dak Prescott is back. He's healthy. And he threw a lot of passes in this game. He threw for 58 passes, connected on 42 of them, threw for 403 yards and three touchdowns. But you can still tell when he's scrambling, uh, there's that little, it's a slight hesitation uh, running, uh, which is undoubtedly going to happen for the first probably like five games until he gets very comfortable with his ankle again and leg. But Tom Brady and company, it kept going back and forth. They battled it out, and at the end, the Buccaneers won by three. Dallas had the lead, but they gave Tom Brady enough time to get in field goal range at the end to kick it in. And then, for my Bengals, they got to start the season playing the Vikings. Vikings are a solid team, but, man, the Vikings, to man, that first quarter, I think the first series for them, they had – Three uh, false starts. They were like holding penalties. They just weren't in sync at all. And Cincinnati, 
they did really well. They were poised. They're at home. Joe Burrow is back, and he played solid. Uh, Joe had 20 for 27 passing, 261 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. And here's the only bad thing, just like everywhere else, uh, for Cincinnati on defense, uh, they sacked Kirk Cousins three times. Joe Burrow got sacked five. I think in some of these scenarios, as Joe gets more experience, he'll be able to throw the ball away more so he doesn't get hit as much. And Joe Mixon, 29 carries, 127 yards and a touchdown. And Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow's college teammate, they connected for his first touchdown. He had five receptions for 101 yards. Higgins had four receptions for 58 yards and a touchdown. And Tyler Boyd had Boyd had three receptions for 32 yards. I mean, he spread it out. Seven uh, wide receivers caught the ball. Not wide receivers, but seven people caught the ball. We had one, two, three, four wide receivers at least caught one pass. We had one tight end get a pass. Running backs, two of them caught passes. And it was was well-rounded. In the defense, they looked better than uh, what they have. They did upgrade well. They lost some people. They traded people. They did not re-sign people. They drafted well. They picked up some good free agency picks. And you could tell the difference between last year and this year. Let's hope they stay healthy and they can keep rolling with it. And the offense, just keep doing what you're doing and get better each week. Offensive line, they're, hopefully they gel even more. Let's keep Joe vertical. And way to start out at 1-0. and And as for the standings right now, the Steelers came back and won their game. They were losing in the first half, but they regrouped. But the Browns lost to the Chiefs. It was a really, really good game. But, yeah, Browns had a chance to possibly tie it at the end. But they were at the 50-yard line and turned it over. In Baltimore, fumbles, fumbles, fumbles. Man, Lamar was not happy, and that's what caused them to lose. And the Raiders, they won in overtime. And Cincinnati's game also won in overtime. So two overtime games this week. But in the AFC North, it's only week one, people. But the Steelers and Beagles are 1-0, Browns and Ravens 0-1. The AFC East, the Dolphins are 1-0. But the Patriots lost, the Bills lost, and the Jets lost. And in the AFC South, the Texans won their game, the Jags lost, the Colts lost, and the Titans lost. And then you have the AFC West. They're the only uh, division in the AFC where all of their teams won their game. The Raiders won, Chiefs won, Broncos won, and Chargers won. And the uh, Green Bay Packers played terrible against the Saints and got just got demolished. And fortunately for them in the A- NFC North, None of the teams won their games. Lions lost, Bears lost, Packers lost, and Vikings lost. In the NFC East, you have the Eagles who had won, but Dallas lost, Washington lost, and the Giants lost. 
And then here's where it shows, too, you can tell these other teams are playing teams out of their division. NFC South, three of the four teams won their games. Saints, Buccaneers, Panthers won, Falcons lost. But in the NFC West, they all won. 49ers, Rams, Cardinals, Seahawks, they all won their games. So it's going to be interesting to see as we get to, like, week five, six, seven, uh, how this starts to pan out. But Cincinnati and the Steelers are in the right direction. So let's go Bengals. Let's make sure we keep up with this because next week at Chicago, they get to play Andy Dalton and the Bears. And the Bears, their offensive line is not good as Andy Dalton had to just – he was pressured the whole time. And it wasn't his fault. He tried what he could. But I think it's similar to the – Dallas scenario where if you offensive line isn't intact, which Dallas has one of the best offensive lines, and they were all hurt, and it showed. Uh, the Bears, they're just not that good of an offensive line. I don't care if you have Dalton or Fields in there. That quarterback's going to be scrambling. Uh, you don't want Fields to get hurt, and I don't want Andy to get hurt either, but we'll see how long Andy could last as the starter. But if you don't have an offensive line that can protect you, I don't think he's going to be able to start the whole season, which I would love him to. I at least see him starting eight games, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. He's such a good veteran player and very experienced. He just needs to be in the right scenario. So maybe uh, after this year he could go to another team, and that'll be probably his final stop because he'll be going into year 10 next year, and maybe he can get, find a team where he could sign a three- to four-year deal, and then there you go. So we'll see what happens. The Bengals play two straightaway games, Bears, then the Steelers, then they're back home against the Jags and the Packers. So all Bengals fans tune in. It's going to be exciting season. They have all the upside in the world, and I believe that the Bengals this year, 17 games, I think because of their schedule, they can win 10. A lot of people are thinking they're going to go like 7 and 10, like 8 and 9. I don't know. I think they could get 10 wins, and they'll have a chance of a wild card spot this year. But they have to stay healthy. That's the key for all these teams, stay healthy. So enjoy the next few days. And tomorrow night for football, we have – The, let's see, week two, New York Giants at Washington football team at 820. Washington has to go with their backup quarterback, Fitzpatrick hurt his hip. He's going to be out anywhere from five to eight weeks. So New York, this is their chance to to get back to one and one, and they should be able to dominate Barkley's back. So it'll be interesting to see how they play So tune in to the NFL tomorrow night. And in Major League Baseball, Brewers home run king, Braun, announces his retirement. He hasn't played this season. He had some minor back surgery uh, over a year ago, and he didn't play uh, a lot of games last year, but – 
he had to retire. I guess he, his body just couldn't handle it anymore. But he got to play his whole career with the Brewers, which is cool. And also news is that uh, Seattle is going to host the 2023 MLB All-Star Game. So that'll be fun. That'll be exciting. And the MLB announced that they're going to allow more players to wear Roberto Clemente's number 21. And as this season is coming towards a close, uh, Cincinnati is still in it. Uh, they are 75 and 70. The St. Louis Cardinals are 75 and 69. And Cincinnati has got to get on a little winning streak because uh, they're in the hunt for the wild card. And right now they're just a half game back. A half game back and uh, for the red schedule now. I mean, this is huge. They have the Pittsburgh Pirates for two more games. Then they play the Dodgers for three. Then they play the Pirates again for three. Then they play the Washington Nationals four games. Then the White Sox for two, and they end it with Pittsburgh with three. And they just had a three-game series with the St. Louis Cardinals last week, and they went one and two against them. But it's going to come down to who can end the season better, the Cardinals or the Reds. And I feel like this happens a lot. And for them... They, uh, they have beat the uh, New York Mets so far two of the three times. Third game is today. But then they play San Diego. Then they play Milwaukee for four games. Then they play the Cubs for four. Then Milwaukee for three. And the Cubs for three. So I just really hope that those teams could at least make the Cardinals go 500. And let's see if the Reds can just dig deep. Let's get above that half game behind, and let's get one and a half games ahead of the Cardinals and get that wild card spot for the playoffs. But tune in, everybody, to the end of baseball. It's going to get exciting, especially in the next two weeks, to see uh, the wild card final spots. And in IELTS Files today, I have some interesting facts about sports. And here's one for, this shows how much uh, golfers get paid now compared to back in the day at the PGA level. Jordan Spieth, he won $61,867 less at the Masters Uh this was from a few years ago, this article. So Jordan Spieth, he won $61,867 less at the Masters than Arnold Palmer won in his entire career. That is nuts. And uh, a little Michael Jordan fact. Did you know that Jerry Reinsdorf, who owns the Bulls and the White Sox, he continued to pay Michael Jordan his $4 million basketball salary while he was experimenting with baseball. And for 
an Olympics fact, if Michael Phelps, if he was his own country, he would rank number 35 on the all-time Olympic gold medal list ahead of 97 nations. That is just, that's so bizarre. And let's see if there's, the, here's a, another golf one about the golf ball itself. The average golf ball has 336 dimples. That is a lot of dimples. That is crazy. And for a movie fact for sports movies, the famous all-time basketball movie Hoosiers. Jimmy Chitwood. He's the hero in the film Hoosiers. Did you know he only has four lines in the entire movie? Four lines. That's that's so crazy. And somebody did a stat for baseball. I this was, you know, this was from like six years ago, but they did a stat for I guess total action in a baseball game. And I guess that has to be with like a bunch of movement and a bunch of things uh, and not just standing around. And it said on average, there was 18 minutes of total action in a baseball game. So think about that because it's such a chess match when you play baseball. But when you want action, you know, you want, you want to see the running, the diving, the hitting, all of that if you compile it into a continuous motion, it's just 18 minutes out of like a two and a half hour game. <laughs> That's hilarious. And some unusual and weird sports facts you might not know. It says that in, in a year span of 365 days, there are only two days out of the year where there's no professional sports games between the MLB, NBA, NHL, or NFL. The day before, and it's the day before and the day after the MLB All-Star break. That is crazy. And it says for, this is a... A good one. I never knew why, but it, it says for umpires in baseball at the major league level, it says major league baseball umpires are required to wear black underwear while on the job in case they split their pants. So I guess it'll blend in. But wouldn't you also think you'll have extra pants and stuff in the locker room just in case something would happen? So that way in between innings, they can change real quick. And for the MLB, and I knew this stat a while back, but this is a good one. Uh, do you know what the average lifespan of a Major League Baseball is? And it's actually, it's five to seven pitches. That's just it's nuts. Five to seven pitches, then, you know, they get scuffed up, or it's a home run ball, and then the fans get to keep it. So, yeah, five to seven pitches. Whereas if you're a kid and you have a baseball, a baseball uh, if it's one that you just use around the house and playing with your friends, that baseball could last you anywhere from uh, one summer to like five to ten years. So 
but that just shows how fast those balls are used during uh, Major League Baseball games. And here's a good one. There's a sport. I did not know they turned this into a sport. But in Thailand, kite flying is a professional sport. So I guess we'll have to Google that sometime and see what type of kites they fly and all that stuff. So that that is very interesting. And it said, and here's the last one. I think this is pretty cool. That the for the Olympics, for the design of the logo, the Olympic rings, all the rings, they cover every flag in the world. Yellow, green, red, black, and blue. They were selected because at least one of those five colors appears in every flag in the world. That's a neat little tidbit. That is pretty cool. So that is my Isles Files unique sports uh, facts of the day. Hope you enjoyed it. Thank you for listening in to Sports with Anthony today on Wednesday, September the 15th. And later this week, I'm going to try to get one of my segments with either Chris, Michael, or Nathan. And we can talk the upcoming college football games and the NFL games coming up and our predictions of what we think is going to happen. So tune in uh, later this week for that. And have a good rest of the day, everybody. And I will talk to you soon.